We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Pack a Day podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dusty Evely. Uh, no Steve tonight. Steve's away at a work thing, so it's just me and Sarah. Sarah, we had a nice, relaxing weekend. No Packers football. What did you do with your time that was not screaming at the TV and saying, "Ah, this offensive line is bad"? What did you end up doing? <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I feel like I haven't watched a Packers football game in forever. Yeah. I know it's it's really only been about, you know, two-ish weeks by the time, like, we're recording this. But it just feels like we're at the beginning of the season again, and maybe that's what the Packers need, just a nice reset. But, you know, I didn't do much. I, I studied for the uh, accreditation that I'm pursuing and have been pursuing. It's a long-term thing. I... I did watch, you know, college football, NFL football, and then I went and saw the Taylor Swift movie. Um, so, Ooh. you know, did that with some friends and and with my boyfriend. It was a lot of fun. Um, but it was very nice. UCF was also on a bye week, so none of my teams could hurt me this week. My fantasy team <laughs> won, so I, I'm feeling pretty good, um, you know, after this week. And it, it, this was one, you know, I was joking with my, my boyfriend the other night when, you know, Sunday night and we were just after a day of kind of just relaxing and, you know, meal prep, do the groceries, just have red zone on. Like, you know, 
this was kind of nice to not be so angry. You know, this is really just relaxing. And now I feel refreshed going into the week where, you know, the last couple of weeks, the day after Packers game, I just have to will myself out of bed because I just am so sad. <laughs> but <laughs> well, buckle up, Sarah, because we've got a whole lot more games coming in a row. Yeah, here, man. <laughs> we're not even halfway, but hopefully things change. Uh, I'm, I'm optimistic considering the opponent this week. What about you, Dusty? How'd you spend your bye week? Yeah, I, uh, you know, about about the same. I uh, watched a little college football on Saturday. My wife worked on Saturday, so it was uh, me and the kids. So we watched a little football, did some crafts. It was a little little dreary day. Played a little Zelda, you know. And Sunday, Sunday, just watched some Red Zone, folded some laundry, went to a friend's house for supper. Uh, so it was all in all, and then, you know, capped it off Sunday night and just not a, not a care in the world. Watching the Sunday night, Monday night games, not a care in the world, no frustrations, just watching some most part not great football games but i got to do it calmly which was very exciting so uh it was a nice calm weekend excited to jump back in though that's the thing it was it was nice to have that little break from from watching from stressing out on a, on a saturday or a sunday but also uh in terms of the the stuff i end up doing with writing and all that stuff it's always as soon as the game's over i feel like the clock started and i have to get started on all the stuff i want to work on that week so i don't have any of that this week so it's been a nice calm week uh it was nice but i'm very excited to jump back into everything after the game uh, this week. So uh, it's going to be nice to kind of fall back into that. So we do have, we're going to talk about Packers offense versus the defense, which we do every week but before we get there. A uh, couple news and notes. We have some practice squad stuff. Sarah, they signed a couple guys. They signed uh, James Robinson, uh, who most people will know as the former running back for the Jags. Had a couple of really nice years with the Jags. Torres Achilles uh, did not seem to have the same burst when he came back, but He's a name. He's a guy who was produced in the league. Uh, so they, they brought him up. I think good in pass pro, if I'm not mistaken. And they signed Anthony Johnson, the cornerback, not to be mistaken with Anthony Johnson Jr., the safety. Uh, so that that should be fun. Uh, so before we get to release, Sarah, what do you, did you have any thoughts on, on those two moves there? Yeah, I thought the Robinson move was was interesting. You know, that's a guy that just a few years ago, you know, finished with over 1,400 rushing yards in a season, which, you know, looking at this – some of these stats looks like best in, you know, history of the league for an undrafted rookie free agent. So obviously a guy with a lot of talent, unfortunate that that injury happened, but um, clearly, you know, he, he's a gamer and, and he's able to, he has the knowledge and if he's able to come in on the practice squad and, and you know, spice up the competition and uh, make things interesting, even as a scout player, then, you know, this could be a good move. There, there were a lot of, talks you know during the bye week about how Patrick Taylor's time in in Green Bay might be over and I think this is another indication that that's probably the case um and that they're looking in a different direction considering you know the number of games that he's been activated and and other factors there but thought that was just interesting it was kind of like oh yeah forgot about him he rocked in Jacksonville I mean that was Mm -hmm. kind of really just reignited um the team there and they they've really been on a uh you know, a role ever since. They're not great, but they're getting better every year, it seems like. Um, but interesting. I don't, I'm not sure, you know, we'll we'll see him make a huge difference, but just thought it was kind of a fun move from the Packers that maybe we wouldn't traditionally see them make. Uh, totally agreed. Totally agreed. And then they also released Keandre Thomas, 
uh, cornerback who's basically a special teamer. Uh, played a bit with played. Uh, I think I can't remember. He played I think eight snaps, special team snaps or something with uh, against the Raiders. So kind of a core special teamer there, not core special teamer, but he is he is at the door as a result of this as well. So those are the news and notes uh, for in terms of what the Packers are doing from a roster perspective. Uh, we were we were kind of hoping we talked a little bit about Stokes last week. Kind of hoping we had to be some news about Stokes practicing. That has not happened yet. So we're, we're kind of looking out for that. I know we did see uh, Jones out there running routes, which is fun. I don't want to get too hyped because we also saw him doing that before the exactly. Raiders game. So I'm currently tempering expectations, but I don't know, man. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Um, on the call this week, we've got Kevin Harlan, Trent Green, and Melanie Collins. I love Kevin Harlan, man. I just, mean, how, who doesn't? How oh can you gosh. not? He's, He's such so a good. wholesome man. There is very little better than when so when uh, someone starts running on the field and Kevin Harlan's on the call because Kevin Harlan puts some spice on that stuff. So I don't want anyone to run on the field, but if they do, Kevin Harlan is the right man. Yeah. This is the dude to do it for. Yeah. Uh, all right, like we do every week, we're going to look at the Packers offense versus the opposing defense. And boy, oh boy, Sarah, what a defense. <laughs> what a defense. I don't want to get too hyped because we just saw what happened with the Raiders, but they are last in about – the. Broncos are last in about every conceivable yep. metric you can be last in, some of it by a historic margin. It's been incredible. So, Sarah, <laughs> I was going to say, if, you, if you've if you got one thing, what's one thing you're looking for? And if you can't help yourself and have to go more than one thing, by all means, let's get hype, man. What, what are you looking for this weekend? Yeah, thank you for prefacing that because I do actually have two things. They're tied together, but, yeah, this – defense is not good. Um, you know, I, I do my research every week and prepare for this segment in particular of our of our episode. And I knew going into it that the Broncos had the worst defense in the NFL. And then when I looked at the numbers and stats, it was even more staggering. And I really, really, really hope that the Packers take advantage of this. So like Dusty said, dead last in total yards, giving up 440.3 yards per game. 391 is the second to last team in the Chargers. So that just shows you how bad they are. Pass defense, they're ranked 30, giving up an average of 268 uh, passing yards per game. Run defense, dead last giving up an average of 172.3 yards per game. And then again, a wide margin with the team that is ranked 31st in the New York Giants with 147 and a half. So, the, I mean, it is just terrible. Um, so the two things I'm looking for this week, one, this is the opportunity for your offensive line to gain some confidence. Their run defense is terrible. So provide the protection that you need. And then that leads into my second point of let's get the run game going. Aaron Jones, like you said, Dusty, seemingly healthy, is appears to be healthy in practice. Get him back on the field. Get him going. Give the offensive line some confidence. Hey, we can actually create some holes and, and protect and provide opportunities for Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon, whoever it is, to make plays and not get stuffed at the yard line or lose yards or get one yard and then that's it. So this is an opportunity for that part of the Packers offense to just gain confidence and bounce back. You have Minnesota the week after this. It's a division opponent. They're a struggling team. You want to be feeling good about yourself going into that game. You want to have it together I think the passing offense will come naturally. Love, yes, he made some mistakes, but there were a lot of drops too in, in the Raiders game. It was all around. I mean, he was not good. I will not, you know, say that he was good, but 
everyone was bad, but we've seen what they're capable of doing. And if they can get back into a rhythm, if the run can be established, if the offensive line has some some confidence, this Packers team could at least be decent. They could put up a fight in games rather than just absolutely looking terrible and being zero fun to watch. So hoping that the Broncos just absolutely stinking as an opportunity for the Packers to get right. This is a can't lose game for Green Bay. They cannot lose this game. And if they do, I will be deeply worried about the rest of their season because this is the type of loss that could cause problems in the, in the locker room. Um, and let's just hope we don't have to ever figure out what that's like. Yeah, I don't even want to put that in the universe right now. I know anything is possible, week game to game, week to week. Um, so I'm currently not even thinking of what happens if they lose. I'm just seeing how can they win. I, the reason I preface that, Sarah, with if you have more than one thing is because I went down a rabbit hole and had multiple things. So I was hoping you also did so I didn't feel quite so bad. So I started with the play-action game because the play-action game – Week one against the Bears, that's something that the Packers clearly wanted to establish. They want to hit that hard play action, then hit stuff behind it. The problem is it's not just against the Packers. The league as a whole, the linebackers are changing how they play play action. Because for years it was, they flow up to the line, you hit the space behind them. That's what you do. Well, now linebackers are not really biting quite as hard. They're kind of changing the way they're playing. They'll slow play that a little bit, and they'll clog those lanes behind them. Taking away that big explosive over their heads is more important than supporting the run sometimes. So the Broncos are no exception. Uh, They're playing the play action like a lot of defenses do. They're not triggering hard on the threat of a run. They're slow playing shuffle step up they change the way they do it based on the type of play action they run uh and then the thing is they're like their feet look like they're stuck in stuck in mud so if you're running like a straight ahead uh play action run look something like an inside zone where you're just barreling down the barrel of a gun i said barrel twice i apologize uh they will take a step up and then drop back into into spot drop zone if they are uh if it's more of a wide zone we're trying to stretch them and bring them up they'll go back and kind of like what's, what's called robot technique where they turn their back and look for the crosser so on the bootleg stuff you'll see this a lot where they'll take a couple steps up and then instead of backing up into a zone and facing eyes on the quarterback they'll turn their back to the line run back and find the crosser they will do that so they're looking to take play action away the problem is they're not good at it because they're slow to recognize and also slow to trigger. So you'll see them like take a couple shuffle steps up, but then by the time they get back, they're already done. And then also the pass rush is bad. And so if the Packers want to do play action, they're not necessarily going to really hit some of the quick hitters that they want, but they will be able to find room in the zone uh, because those guys are going to spread out again on the inside zone stuff. They'll spot drop. They'll read the eyes of the quarterback. Love's been pretty good at manipulating those guys with his eyes and you can find soft zones in between them. And then the bootleg stuff, uh, you'll be able to find, you can buy time with that stuff anyway, and they just, they're slow to trigger and you can find guys behind them. So the, I think the play action is going to be a viable option here. I think they will be able to find some stuff in the play action game. Uh, maybe move the pocket a little bit, buy yourself some time, because there is there are some explosives kind of latent down off play action. So I think that's something the Packers will look to do. It's something they want to do, uh, and they just haven't had success with it over the past couple of weeks. But I think they'll find success with it now. Okay, again, I went down a couple other rabbit holes. So they... <laughs> The Broncos okay. defense. I was looking for like, how can they find explosives, right? Because they've been they've been chucking the ball downfield. My answer has been like, keep throwing deep to Christian Watson. 
uh, the Broncos are 26 in the league at deep passes faced. Uh, So that means they haven't faced a lot. They only faced 15 deep passes. That's passes of over 20 yards uh, on the, on the season, but they're tied for second worst in the league at explosive plays given up the passing game. They've been with 34 passing plays of 20 plus yards uh, so far this season, even though they're not targeting them deep though. So I say 18 of the passes they faced have been explosive. That's worse in the league. So you don't necessarily have to gun it downfield against these guys. Because their missed tackle rate, they've missed 73 tackles so far, which is worse in the league. So if you can find some of the intermediate stuff, say like the crossing routes with Christian Watson, which should be open because the Broncos like to play a lot of single high, which you can hit those crossers against. You hit some of those crossers, buy some time, hit some crossers, hit something 10 yards down the field. They're not a good tackling team and they're giving up a ton of explosives. So that's something you can hit as well. And then the last one, this some of these stats are insane to me. 39.6% of Broncos opponents drives are going for a touchdown, which is worse than the league. They've had 53 drives against them. 21 touchdowns have been scored. Chicago for the record is, is 31st at 30%. So the, so 10, almost 10 percentage points worse than the bears are the Broncos at giving up touchdowns per drive scoring in general. <laughs> the Broncos are giving up points on over half of opponents drives. About 55% of of opponents' drives are scoring points at some point. That's either a touchdown or a field goal. It's 31st of the league. To put that in perspective, the Packers, who we all, you know, they've they've done well this year, but a lot of people just don't want to fire up Joe Barry, get him out of here, bad defensive coordinator. Packers are giving up scores on 36.4% of their drives, which is 17th in the league. The Broncos are giving up on a 55%. Over half of the time when you have a drive against the Broncos – you will you will score points against them, oh, like you like you said, Sarah. So they're so actually that's that's can't the last, lose. That's, the last that's the lose. last point I have. The Packers are allowing a fewer percentage of scoring drives than the Broncos are giving up touchdown drives. Oh that's insane. That's absolutely insane. So if there's a get right game, you're kind of have a buy. You've hopefully getting some guys healthy. This is it, man. Not, I mean, the, the, we sh- we saw them, uh, they, they held the, the Chiefs in check a little bit. And so they can be a little feisty at times. But this feels like with the weapons they have, with those young guys, with some guys getting healthy, they need to be on the same page for this. They This could be a very big win or it could be a, a very frustrating loss. But all, all numbers point to the Packers should be able to put up points, move the ball against this team because this defense is by every metric remarkably remarkably terrible we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
What's going on, Packer fans? It is time that you make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day routine. If you guys know anything about me whatsoever, you know that I love pizza, that every time the Packers win, I have a victory pizza. And what you should also know is that victory pizza is from Little Caesars. I This is no joke. Little Caesars, by far and away, my favorite pizza. What you can do is you can order online during their Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day on Sunday. And then you can get ready for football and fun Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza. Pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. For me, I have the same order every single time. I'm going with their hot and ready pizza, pepperoni, no questions about it. And more importantly than anything else, always, 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 always get the crazy bread. It is, in my opinion, the best food that you can get on the market. I'm not joking. I love crazy bread. Love, love, love crazy bread. Get it every single time. You win when you get crazy bread. And speaking of winning, Literally everyone scores with convenient delivery or their in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the game, and always get your victory pizza from Little Caesars. You won't regret it. Pizza, pizza. I don't know about you guys, but fall is the absolute busiest time of year for me. Besides the obvious craziness of football season, it's also back to school, soccer season for the kids, and just a never-ending stream of things to do on the to-do list. And that busyness makes it extremely difficult for me to get wholesome, healthy meals. And far too often, I'm settling for less nutritious alternatives. If you're feeling that busyness like I am, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for those jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. If you're looking for calorie-conscious options during the busy season, try their delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. This October, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Guys, my family and I have been eating these meals and they are incredibly, incredibly good. Dead serious, you're going to enjoy them. Head to factormeals.com slash packaday50 and use code packaday50 to get 50% off. That's code packaday50 at factormeals.com slash packaday50 to get 50% off. Oh, they're also tied for the last in the league in, in uh, total pressures uh, against the quarterback. So their pass rush is also bad. Just... <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> we couldn't go through this episode without saying that. I mean, come on. Oh. That's true. So yeah, uh, Packers won. Packers, go ahead and win, please, for the love of God. Please, please win. Please win this game. Please. Remember that nice, peaceful weekend Dusty and I just talked about. I'll just have another one of those, please. Be, be nice to be riding high coming out of this weekend, please and thank yeah. you. Yeah, UCF's going to get killed by Oklahoma on Saturday, so <laughs> I really just need this. I, I need this. I, I don't know if I can show up to work on Monday if they <laughs> lose. I'm going to get made fun of so much, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, as always, we ask for your questions, and boy, did some of you deliver this week. We have a handful of interesting questions and we're going to dive right into them. So first question is from Matt Pickett from Hey, We Like Your Pod. Uh, He has two questions. Over the first part of the season, did any player go down in your estimation? And then what's the best cheeseburger you've ever had? 
Man, this is tough. Uh, I say, uh, any player go down in your estimation? It's tough because it's like where where was the hype for some of these guys beforehand? Um, and I don't know. Like you could say, like Christian Watson is disappointed, but he also just hasn't been healthy. And so I don't, I don't think he's gone down in my estimation. He just hasn't really been out there, and he seems like he's still kind of getting up to speed. Uh, I didn't have super high hopes for him before this season. I will, I'll say Preston Smith because um, he's been fine. You wanted to you know, bring bring Lucas Van Ness along slow. Uh, Gary obviously come along slow. And then Preston's kind of that guy. He's setting the edge. He's cleaning up a little on the other side. I think he's he had, what, a sack this past game or something. But he's basically been kind of nothing. I think Devontae Wyatt I could also throw in there. Um, his pass rush has been good. He's just been a perfectly fine player when I was hoping for a jump. So I'll say, I'll say those two guys uh, maybe, but again, some of the high, I didn't really have high hopes for either one of those guys. I don't think a ton coming into the season and best cheeseburger I've ever had, man, this is tough. Um, the best cheeseburger I've ever had is always the last one I had. I feel like, so I will go, um, I'll throw two out there. There's a place called elevation burger. Uh, I don't know if it's around anymore out in Portland, Maine. I went to a place I went in Portland, Maine. Tremendous burger. Tremendous burger. Um, but I think my number one, it's a local uh, local barbecue place. It's called Oh No You Didn't. Uh, it's a um, uh, They do a burger with uh, smoked pulled pork on top and then smoked mac and cheese on top of that. So it's like a grilled cheese sandwich. Hmm. Uh, and then during, so and then during burger week, they'll put a burger in there as well. So usually it's just, you can get it anytime. It's usually pulled pork and mac and cheese, but then during burger week, which is once a week here in Kentucky, you have a put a burger in there as well. And then I guess along those lines, there's also one that had like a, they, it was like a beef mixed with chorizo uh, that had pico de gallo on top from oh, a place wow. called uh, bad wolf burger here so i i will go with one of those uh but i know you didn't it's probably probably my number one right now that sounds delicious and now i'm very hungry um <laughs> for me yeah i mean it's kind of hard we're we're early into the season and i don't ne- necessarily think that this player went down but i just am kind of hoping to see more from aj dylan and i know this is a this is not a and new opinion. This is something that a lot of people have been saying. When, when you look at the stats, you know, last year he averaged about 45 yards per game. This year is averaging about 38, almost 39, uh, if you round up. So really not that far off. Um, we've talked about it before that the line has been terrible and there hasn't been opportunities really to run the ball. So I, I think he can definitely turn around and I'm hopeful that he will. Um, so kind of flipping the question on somebody who maybe hasn't met expectations, but I am optimistic about them turning it around. Um, and the best cheeseburger I've ever had um, is at a restaurant in Athens, Georgia called Clocked amazing best burger i've ever had in my life um homemade tater tots homemade ranch everything it was so good um i've talked about it before on this podcast i think about clocked way too often um and i'm very sad that my friend graduated from uga and now i have no reason probably to ever go back to athens georgia um because i need that burger again in my life it was so damn good uh it was absolutely delicious and nothing special. It was just like a bacon cheeseburger, and it was just amazing. <laughs> Those are the best. Those are the best. Just something just simple, and you're like, well, they, well, they nailed this. They didn't do anything special. Yeah. They just nailed this. The sauce, the toppings, the bun, everything was elite. Loaded um, up with burger sauce. Did they, Sarah? Just just a whole bunch of burger sauce? Shut it. <laughs> Steve shut wasn't it. here. I had to get it in. I had yeah, to get that yeah, conference. Yeah, I know you did. Steve's <laughs> going to be listening at his work <laughs> conference, and he's going to be kicking his feet that you he's got gonna that He's going to say, say the burger sauce. You got to say the yeah. burger sauce. That one's for you, buddy. Oh, messy Steve. 
Uh, next question from Brian Hartstad. Um, he says, which do you feel is more important for the upcoming game in Denver, establishing the run game or boosting Love's confidence in the passing game? And then maybe his most difficult food question yet, start, sit, cut, Doritos, Cheetos, or potato chips? Um, I think LaFleur is going to try to establish the run because I, I, that that's what he wants to do. That's, that's who he's shown he wants to be, how he wants to run the offense is so much tied to that. If it's me, I think I think it's more important to get the passing game running because, I mean, as we just said, with with all the stuff we talked about with this Broncos team, this is not a good defense. So being able to run, this is my feeling. Being able to run on this team does not mean you are going to be able to run on other teams. Uh, this just again, even against the Bears, who are not a good defense, the Packers had some tough sledding. It was what one yard before contact for running backs that entire game which is not good. So I think the most important thing, if they want to not only the evaluation of love, if they want to try to stay in games, they want to win games going forward. I think getting love more comfortable, getting these patch pass catchers comfortable and getting the passing game in rhythm and off the ground. That, that that's more important. I think for the rest of the season than the run games, I, th- I think the run game at this point, I don't think you can do anything with that. I think the run game is just going to be bad, especially against good defenses. With the pass game, I do think you can create space there based on who they have. So that's to me, that's the most important thing. And yeah, like you said, so this is, uh, probably the the hardest uh, start set cut. I could put either one of these three in the start position. Um, so I will go start. I'll go potato chips. Uh, I love me some potato wow. chips. Wow. Uh, versatile. Throw them on a sandwich. I'll go like, like the, the the kettle cooked ones or whatever. Like the crunchy ones are just tremendous. Sit Doritos. Uh, so I need I need them on the bench. Um, you know if if this was another day, Doritos could probably take the cake. And then honestly, Cheetos. I've I didn't really like Cheetos much as a kid. That's one that lately I've been like, boy, Cheetos are really good. Uh, so it hurts me a little to have to cut them, but I will. I'm gonna have to cut Cheetos. Wow. Um, and I think you said everything that needs to be said about, you know, which is more important for the upcoming game. So I'll just uh, answer the food question here. I'm going to start Doritos. Doritos is in my top tier of just snacks in general. Uh, nacho, cheese, Cool Ranch, give me either and I'm thrilled. Um, and then I'm going to sit potato chips simply for the versatility. You know, if if I need them to sub in, they can get the job done no matter what I'm asking them to do. Lots of different things. You can throw them on a sandwich. You can, you know, put it over a salad. You can just take the whole bag and eat it yourself while you're watching movies. You know, it, it doesn't matter. They can get the job done. Um, and Cheetos, love Cheetos, but I'm just going to have to sit um, – them in this instance they're or cut sorry not sit i'm gonna have to cut them um but it it was a hard decision and i hope i can sign them to the practice squad (laughs) love it love it all right next question is from ann pfeiffer they have an offensive line question they said they heard on a podcast that it's myers who is setting protection this year to ease things for love they don't know if that's true but can this be the reason why they are the packers are struggling more than usual they said, obviously, Rodgers was way better at it than anyone that is on the current roster. So, Dusty, what are your thoughts here? I'd say it's something you can't fully rule out, but I also don't – I'm not going to point to that as the problem because mainly the pass protection has been pretty good. I mean, obviously, you know, Max Crosby wrecked them. Max Crosby will wreck stuff occasionally. That's just something he will do. They've had some protection breakdowns occasionally. They have had that. Some of that seems more – that's less chalked up to – 
uh, like guys don't know what they're doing and then just guys not playing next to each other and not knowing what the other guy is going to do. I don't, that to me, that doesn't seem like protection checks. That seems like familiarity with the guy next to them. The major issue has been the run game, which is not really protection check stuff. That's they can't block who they want to, they want to block. They can't get second level. That's a problem with who they have and what they're able to do. That, that does not seem like a protection thing. So again, I'm not, I'm not ruling it out, but the pass protection, Oh, it's been great, but it's been pretty good for the most part, especially if you look around the league. Like, I don't, I don't know that pass protections are a major issue. They just, they just can't run. And I, I'm not going to put that on, on Myers and, and checks at the line. So yeah, not ruling it out, but I don't think that's not what I would point to as the major problem. Next question is from Amelia. They want to know if you had to experience one Vegas scene from the hangover in real life, every week for the rest of your life which would it be dusty do you have one have you watched the hangover recently man i haven't seen the hangover in years i love that i loved it when they came out uh right now there's a handful of scenes i could tell you not a single one of them want to live through uh so i'm gonna pass on this one and and then probably have to plug a hangover rewatch here in the next month or something just to refresh my memory but at the moment sarah i'm i'm blanking you got anything yeah, I, I rewatched them recently, you know, just absolutely classic. Um, and I, I was trying to think, you know, what is something that would be funny that I would laugh at, but would have minimal repercussions for me? Um, it would probably be, you know, waking up after a fun night with friends and seeing that one of my friends got a face tattoo um, and that they were freaking out in the bathtub about it. So uh, a good old classic Phil moment there from the, from the hangover. Um, I, the scene is just going to cut right there. We're not going to have to worry about I was going to say, Sarah, there's also the tiger. a tiger. There's a tiger in yeah. there as well. That, that, that I feel like that also counts. I feel like that would count. She said well. one scene. One <laughs> scene. You've got like a five-second splice. You know, like I'm this one, pretty this sure one. that happened. And then before they opened the door to see what was outside, the director probably said, and cut. And then they did it again. <laughs> So that's what I'm going to do because everything else that they do is just insane. And I wouldn't want any part of it, especially every week for the rest of my life. It's a lot. It's a lot. It would be a lot. Yeah. All right. Next question is from at Pacers underscore Packers. And they want to know what simple adjustment can love make in game that would possibly ease Packers fans panic mind. This is a trick question because you can never ease panic Packers fans mind. But if you had to attempt dusty, what would you do? I've got a trick answer. I've got a trick answer because it, it it probably wouldn't uh, uh, soothe anyone's minds. I will say there have been times because for the most part, I do think he has still been going to the right read. I think he's been, you know, obviously he's had a couple of bad interceptions. Uh, this was against the Raiders specifically, but I think for the most part, he is still been making the right read. He is calm. He seems like he knows what he's supposed to be doing. I uh, just, there's some inaccuracy and you can't say, Hey, be more, be more accurate. Like that's the, you can't do that. You can't do that for a fix. What I'll say is there are times, especially it was cropping up in the Raiders game and it was cropping up in, in the game before that as well where he seems a little gun shy on a couple things, some quick hitters where again, he reads it out correctly. It looks like he's got a lane. It looks like he's got the coverage, the leverage he wants and doesn't pull the trigger. And I think that's probably just due to maybe not full trust in that his guy is going to be there because there have been some breakdowns from receivers and all of that stuff. So I will say, and this is why it's a trick answer. I will say, Trust that the guys are going to be where they're going to be. Trust yourself that you know the read. And if you hit that back foot and it's looking good to you, fire it. 
because you might not get another chance. And the reason why I say it might, it's kind of a trick answer is, is because he can do that. And then if the receiver isn't where he was supposed to be, it's going to look bad, which will not soothe Packers fans minds. But I think that's what, that's what I would say. Some of the, they've got a lot of these Packers have a lot of these um, overload stuff with three or four receivers to one side. And then one receiver backside, they've been doing this for years. It was always Devonte Adams, at the backside. And what that gives you is like, you've got your isolated one-on-one. So you, do I like this matchup? If I do, I'm throwing to him. Uh, if I don't like that, I'm not even looking at it post snap. I'm just looking at, at the concept stuff. He's had a couple times over the past couple weeks where he's had that guy. He's read it correctly. He's had the one-on-one his guy won. And he doesn't pull the trigger. If you pull the trigger on that, that's some that's some easy yards. That's a way to get in rhythm. You hit that back foot, you fire, you're now looking at, you know, second and three, second and eight, another first and ten. If you're looking at if you if you're starting on first and ten and you're doing pretty well there. Uh, but that's one where if the guy doesn't win, if he's not where he's supposed to be, it looks bad. So I will say, trust yourself, trust your teammates, trust they're going to be where they're going to be. Fire if it looks like it's there. But again, if it's not there, it's not going to soothe anyone's mind. So I mean, short of telling him, hey, be more accurate on the deep ball and him going, you got it, coach, and then just him just being more accurate on the deep ball, I think that's that's the tweak there from what I've seen. Very interesting. Um, and then next question is from Ed Stack. They want to know, will the Packers start the same offensive line against the Broncos as they started against the Raiders? And then food, what's your favorite seafood? So Dusty just talked for a little bit, so I'll take this question first. Uh, so will the Packers start the same offensive line that they did um, against the Raiders? That offensive line was Walker, Jenkins, Meyer, Runyon, and Tom. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I don't think that they're going to shift away from this. Dusty and I were talking about this a little bit before we hit record. This seems to be it, and I know it's not great, and people are upset about it, but this is probably your starting offensive line for the Green Bay Packers for the remainder of the season, you know, pending any injuries and things like that. Um What's my favorite seafood? I'm not a huge seafood person, but I'll pretty much eat any sort of whitefish, uh, you know, tilapia, cod. If I'm up, you know, near Wisconsin, walleye is absolutely incredible, um, you know, up in that area. Uh, my dad goes fishing in Minnesota and Canada specifically for walleye because he's obsessed. So shout out to you, dad. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge seafood person, just isn't my favorite. Uh, so I would keep it at that. And, you know, anyway, blackened, grilled, fried, I'll eat it all. Yeah, the yeah, same same thoughts. Not that I add in the offensive line. I don't know why they're going to switch up now. Uh, seafood, I will go. Uh, my grandparents used to go out to uh, Montana every summer and get a bunch of uh, wild, fresh-caught salmon. So I will always have a soft spot in my heart for fresh salmon. Uh, I love me some salmon. A close second being uh, when I was up in Portland, Maine, uh, lobster rolls. Lobster rolls everywhere. A fresh Ooh, lobster yeah, roll. There's nothing like it. So I cannot get them here in Kentucky and them taste the same. Uh, but anywhere kind of out in that area, I will, I will absolutely get some lobster. All right. Our last question is from at OB underscore Sean. They want to know top three ITYSL sketches. Is that I think you should lose? I think, I think you should leave. Uh, I think you should leave. Okay. I think you should leave. Yeah. Tremendous show. Love. I've, I've watched all these entirely too many times. This is like my nighttime show before I go to bed because this get, you can get through one in like 20 minutes or something. I will go top three. This was tough, man. Uh, I'll go baby of the year. Number one with a bullet baby of the year. Uh, I'll go number two. I'll go coffin flop. 
Uh, it just always brings tears to my eyes. And then uh, I don't even know. I don't know what the I don't know what the names of any of these are. Uh, number three, I will go. Uh, magicians suck. Uh, where the man's life is ruined by uh, by him not standing up to a magician. So I mean, there's a thousand other ways I can go. The AR headset from the past one's good. Uh, Dan flashes the Carl Havoc one. The fedora with flaps, uh, focus group, like Darmine Doggy Door from this past one is really creeping up that list. But yeah, I think top three, Baby of the Year, Coffin Flop, and then Magician Suck will be my my top three right now, I think. Very nice. And and I don't watch the show, but it sounds like I should. Um, it's so bizarre, like dude. It's so good. most things that Dusty enjoys. Uh, we share a lot of interest when it comes to shows like that. So may have to check it out. It's so good. Alrighty, well, that wraps it up for this week's episode. Before we go, we always have a few final thoughts for you. So, Dusty, I'm sure you've got 20 articles, a newsletter, everything ready. So, what do you have to plug this week? I don't have a whole lot, actually. I'm, I'm looking wow. at, uh, hopefully, on the newsletter later this week, um, I should be doing, because I try to track RPOs, RPO usage throughout, like, game to game. So I'm going to be looking at uh, what they've done so far this year, maybe some ways they can improve on that. So that'll be weeks one through five RPO stuff. Kind of gathered all that and some thoughts on that. But, yeah, not a whole lot else. Um, I've got, I had some thoughts on looking at kind of what has worked from down and distance from a concept concept perspective, but it's, I don't know, there's not really enough data to draw a whole lot of stuff from there. So that's still a maybe, but probably not at this point. Um, I do have uh, watching stuff coming this Saturday with, uh, with Monty, uh, Monty Moore and Aaron Alice. We're digging into the blade series. I love the blade series so much. Uh, so we're watching blade one. Uh, so that'll be out this Saturday. And then, yeah, other than that, man, listen, I'm, I'm just hyped to have Packers back. I know we said it was a nice, calm weekend. We had two weekends with no Packers. It was calm. I'm ready to be heard again, man. I'm ready to watch the Packers play. I'm ready to get back into it. So I'm I'm, I'm hyped for this weekend. Yeah, I don't have anything to plug and pretty much second everything you said. I really hope that this is a get-right game for the Packers. And um, let's just have some fun. It's NFL season. So let's enjoy it. Um, and, you know, Steve, if you're listening – Miss you. Looking forward to you being back next week. Um, make sure to follow us all on social media at Steve Perhatch, at Dusty Evely, at Sarah Kelleher 4, and you can follow the podcast itself at Packaday Podcast. We will talk to you next week after what we hopefully, hopefully think will be a Packers win. And as always, go Pack Go! is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done